1: Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash I Don't Work Here Lady, where people get mistaken as employees when they aren't. Guys, I hope you enjoy today's stories. Steve-O's gonna throw up an email link if you want to submit your stories and post, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you aren't already. We're diving in. So, a little bit of background. I have an almost two-year-old who's a bit of a finicky eater, as many kids that age are. There's this one brand of little blueberry-flavored heart-shaped rice puffs that he absolutely loves, and we use them as rewards for when he accomplishes something, like successfully using the potty or putting away his toys. Sometimes we also give them to him just because we love him. He calls them puffs and practically chants it when he knows he's about to get some. It's pretty adorable, but I digress. Now, I'm a 6'3 man and very broad shoulders. I'm a pretty calm and pleasant person most of the time and try to make friends with everybody I meet. But I've been told that I'm intimidating just because of my size. Now, I am aware of this and try not to loom over people or throw my weight around. But sometimes, people do get a little skittish because I'm there. So anyway, I'm at the major chain grocery store after work, picking up a few things that my wife asked me to grab on the way home. I remember that we're low on puffs, and I swing by the baby aisle to get some, even though my wife didn't ask for them specifically. Lo and behold, there's Karen in her smart business casual jacket with her overloaded cart standing right in front of the puffs. Karen's holding a box of baby oatmeal, reading the back of it. I calmly watch as she puts the box back, picks up another box of the same brand, and starts reading that. Again, I wait, but I'm standing there wondering what could possibly be the difference between the two. She then picks up the first box and starts comparing them. Now, they're identical other than box size, and I'm tired of waiting for her. It's been about two or three minutes, which isn't that long, but I'm ready to get home to see my kid. So I say, um, excuse me, ma'am, could I... Now, Karen without looking up says, I don't work here. I told her, right, could I please... She says, I said, I don't effing work here. Now, she says that as she glares death at me. I said, yeah, I get that. I just need... She then screams, get away from me. Just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I'm gonna help some idiot man buy baby stuff. I tell her, look, I just want that cereal. Pointing to the puffs on the shelf. Now, at this point, she screams, don't touch me. I said I don't work here. Now, there was a nice older lady stalking the shelves at the other end of the aisle. I've talked to her a few times over the past few months. She's always been really sweet and always tells me about her grandson, who coincidentally has the same first and middle name that I do. She knows me, so I'm not too worried when she heads over. She's not a manager, but being older, a lot of people assume she is. I'll call her W for worker. She comes up to us and asks, Is there a problem here? Karen screams, This man is harassing me. Now with that, I sigh and said, I just wanted to... I don't care what you want. I will not be bullied. The Karen then turns to the worker and says, I demand you have him thrown out. I will not put up with this. The worker then says to her, ma'am, can we please calm down? I'd like to... And with that, Karen looks at her and says, don't you dare tell me to calm down. He's the problem. She then turns to me and says, I said I don't work here. The worker says, ma'am, I can't help you if you don't calm down, please. She then turns her hand's palm up in a pretty universal non-threatening position. At that, Karen says, Don't you touch me! If you touch me, I'll call corporate. What's your name? Now I've been pretty irritated, but I haven't gotten mad until now. I've worked customer service for a lot of years, and I'm used to being treated poorly by seemingly insane people, so I've been trying to remain calm. But once she threatens to report the sweet old lady for trying to defuse the situation, I get angry. Standing up straight, looming forward just slightly, and with my best loud dad voice that I usually reserve for when my kid's about to do something that's gonna get him seriously hurt, I say, Lady, I just wanted to buy cereal for my kid, and your cart's in the way. I know you don't work here. I'm not an idiot. I was just trying to ask if I could reach past you to get it. Now with that, Karen goes completely pale, and frankly looks like she's about to wet herself. She silently grabs her cart and scoots it back two or three feet. I then smile and say in a calm and friendly voice, Thank you, ma'am. I then grab the puffs, put them in my cart, and walk away. I then tell her, have a nice evening. A few seconds of silence pass as I walk towards the register, and then I hear the worker say, Ma'am, if you still need that number for corporates, I can get that for you. Guys, it's actually so nice to hear the Karen being on the other side of things for a change. And of course she's still being karen like the whole situation could have been avoided if she just listened to what op had to say it was like two sentences i also love the comment that the employee made talk about adding insult to injury i ran a charitable event for my work around this time last year we usually put on a carnival to raise money for charity and raise awareness for our company It's also to establish ourselves in the community and attract customers. But all the money goes to charity. So I stood up at the carnival and gave a big speech about the importance of the charity and how the cause was very personal to me and my family, as it funded cerebral palsy research and my father lives with it. I was very visible throughout the whole event, sharing my story and raising money and running carnival booths, etc. So fast forward to a couple of months ago. I bumped into someone while in line to get coffee who said that they'd met me at the event last year. I was surprised she remembered me. We ended up starting a pleasant conversation, so we sat outside to drink our coffees together. Now in hindsight, she did seem a little off. She was a little tightly wound, but it didn't register over such a brief encounter. She mentioned how she had been so glad to see a large-scale charity event, and she hasn't seen us do any events since. I had started to explain the yearly nature of the carnival and how we pick up different charities, but she unintentionally cut me off caught in her own emotions as she began to recount a moving story about a sibling who suffered from the condition. I was telling her how terrible that was and how I completely understood in reference to my own experiences. Before I could really get into talking about my own story she checked the clock and said that she didn't realize how much time had passed and she needed to go but she appreciates the work I did and my support listening to her. She began to fumble around in her purse for her keys and then as she was leaving she said and here's a little something to support your work. She then produces something folded in a napkin from her purse, and she left it at my side. Now, I'm an interior designer, so I had no idea what she could be talking about in terms of supporting my work. But we were seated just by the street parking, so she was gone too quickly for me to ask. I unfold the napkin, and to my shock, she had slipped a $100 bill into the napkin. Now, I was dumbfounded with confusion as to why this perfect stranger would give me money to support my work in interior design, without getting anything designed in exchange. It did take me a while to figure it out, but I eventually realized that she must have come to the carnival and assumed the charity itself had put on the event, so she thought I worked for them. It took me about 10 to 15 minutes to realize, so it was far too late to try to catch up to her. And all we'd exchanged were first names. I didn't even know where she worked. So without any hopes of tracking her down, I figured the best thing to do was to donate the money to charity on her behalf. So I did, and that was that. Fast forward to last month. Somehow or another, this woman came to realize that I don't work for the charity, but I'm in fact in the for-profit sector. The woman left a message on my work phone, half angry, half embarrassed, saying that she was willing to forego holding me accountable if I paid her back in full. Now the problem is, I didn't have the money anymore. I donated it. I did explain this to her, but she wanted proof. I left her a message explaining that the company ran a carnival event to raise money for charity, but that we aren't the charity ourselves, and that I absolutely did donate her money to charity so she could rest assured. I didn't hear anything back for about three days. On the fourth day after I left the message, the police show up at our firm's headquarters looking for me. We're almost all working remotely because of COVID, so they terrified our teenage receptionist. I was also scared half to death because I had to have a serious meeting with my boss in which she asked if I had misrepresented myself as a charitable worker and collected donations for my personal gain. My boss said that this is because of the claims that the woman made to our business and that's when she got the police involved. The woman had called the police and accused us of masquerading as a charity and scamming people out of money. So the police came to confirm that we were operating a legitimate business. They saw nothing out of the ordinary, obviously, and that was that. Or so we thought. So fast forward to a week later. My boss then gets a letter from a lawyer, and I don't know exactly what it said, but it accused us of scamming this woman and demanding her money be returned. Now I wish I could have just provided proof of the donation, but I have thousands of emails and I delete most of them. And I could not for the life of me find the confirmation email that reflected my donation. So instead, my boss made another $100 donation to the charity and took a screenshot, and then sent it to the lawyer. We haven't heard from the lawyer since, so I don't think she was wild about representing the woman in the first place. We've still gotten a couple of crazy phone calls from the woman, saying that since the date on the $100 donation is so recent, it means we still had the money and we should have just returned it to her when asked. Anyways, my boss explained that we did donate it the first time and that this was a second donation to settle her concerns, and it's not help.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance.
1: Eventually, we just block her number. So the worst part is, due to COVID, we aren't even having a carnival this year. She'll be even more convinced that we're making this whole thing up. Guys, what an unfortunate event. So let me get this straight. The woman gives a complete stranger $100 in a napkin, and she doesn't even bother to get a receipt for the donation. And on top of that, all she said was this is a little something to support your work. Now as far as OP is concerned, that could have been considered a gift. She's also lucky that she gave it to someone who actually cared and passed it on to the charity for her. But what does OP get in return? She gets the cops called, and she gets in a lot of trouble, and the boss had to donate an extra $100. What a crazy ride that was, guys. Okay, so I was out to eat at a cafe in a rather nice botanical garden with my parents, my brother, and his fiance for my brother's birthday. The restaurant has a kind of confusing setup, where they seat you and then give you a menu. But then you go up to this counter type thing, tell them what you want off the menu, pay, and then take your food back to your seat. You also self-bus, and they have bins to put dishes in and a cart to put the menus back on. So after my family got our food and stuff settled, I grabbed all of our menus to take them and put them back on the cart. As I was walking through the tables, an older lady stops me and politely asked if I could take their table's menus holding up the stack to me. I tell the lady, I don't work here, but I don't mind taking your menus. I now have a hefty stack of menus, around 10, I think. I wasn't quite struggling, but I wouldn't have been able to hold any more if I wanted to, as their menus are on their own clipboard. I begin walking towards the menu cart again, and the next table I pass by, this grumpy old woman snaps her fingers at me. Now I stop, mostly because I'm taken by surprise and mildly insulted that someone thinks it's okay to snap their fingers at someone, even if I was the waitstaff. As soon as I stop, she grabs a stack of menus from her table and shoves them at me with a very surprising force for a woman of her age and size. The menus hit my arm very hard, causing the other menus to cascade out of my hands. Everyone in earshot turns to look at me. At this, I start to blush, and start picking up the menus that I dropped. Meanwhile, this lady's loudly clearing her throat and still brandishing her menus at me. Now I'm very shy, and I do hate the feeling of having eyes on me, so my brain is in panic mode, and I really don't know what to do. Luckily at that moment, I saw my dad, who saw everything. He comes over to intervene. I just finished picking up the menus and straighten up, to see my dad fuming standing next to me. Now, my dad is 6'3 and about 250 pounds. He's also 60 years old, and he's a gentle giant. But he can look extremely threatening when he's pissed. He then politely asks the lady if there's a problem. Now, obviously mistaking him for some sort of a manager, she says, No, everything's fine. You just have some very clumsy wait staff. She then gives me a smug look and once again thrusts her stack of menus at me. My dad changes his tone of voice to be much quieter and slightly more threatening and says, That's not a waiter. That's my daughter that you just physically assaulted. I don't think I've ever seen someone change their demeanor so quickly in my life. Her smug smile melts, and she just starts blustering out an apology. My dad then turns to me and says, Let's go sit down and finish the rest of our lunch. Very far away from this old crow. I dump our menus into the cart, and on my way back to the tables, I overheard the woman getting tons of flack from her friends. Saying, why do you always have to be so rude? You embarrass us everywhere we go, etc. One of them does reach out to apologize as I pass. I nod and just keep walking. I'll never understand why people think it's okay to touch strangers without their consent, ever. And I do have a small bruise on my arm from the incident. About 14 years ago, I was working at my local Walmart. I was put in charge of watching the self checkouts on a slow day. I will admit that back then, I was inexperienced with people and lazy, but my few months there had taught me a lot about how nasty people can get. So a mom comes in rushing to the self-checkout with a sick kid in her cart. The kid does not look well, and I hear him saying as they come up, I don't feel good mom, I just want to go home. Mom clearly understands that her kid has become sicker since they came in, and she's trying to rush, to get him home now. She's trying to soothe him, while fumbling with groceries and bare essentials like soup and boxes of tissues. She says, I know sweetie, I'm sorry, mommy's going as fast as she can. Well, along comes a rich man. Now, I call him a rich man because he has on what has to be the most expensive suit I've ever seen. Full business. He's got a gold watch, a tie, pricey shoes, perfect haircut, he's fit, and he's carrying a lot of coffee. Everything about him makes me glad that this is a self-checkout. Because my track record with rich folk treating me bad here is almost 100%. He begins checking out directly across from the mom and the sick kid, his back facing them. Suddenly, the kid starts to squirm, and he says, Mom! Mom! I need to go to the bathroom! Mom looks up from the self-checkout and sees that her son's not gonna make it through the checkout. She practically flies around the carts, picks him up, and then he projectile vomits across the self-checkout all over the man's expensive jacket. Now my jaw drops. This can't be real. As I begin to react, I'm watching the man. He immediately drops his coffee and he's stunned for a moment when something I was not ready for happens, The man turns around, quickly removes his jacket, dumps it on the floor, and walks quickly to the mom. The mom is comforting her crying child with her eyes practically begging for mercy at this point. The rich man asks, is he okay? I then walk up with towels, already on the radio for cleanup, and hand him one. He then uses it to clean up the mom. The mom tells him that her son might have the stomach flu, and she just needed to pick up some items to take care of him, and that she's so sorry. The rich man says, It's okay, let's just get him cleaned up. The mom seems to finally really see the man and how he's dressed for the first time, and what happened to him. And she says, Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, do you work here? The rich man wiping vomit off her back while I start on the floor says, No ma'am, I'm just a dad myself. I hate seeing a kid not feeling well. The mom was so embarrassed that she didn't really speak again, other than the meager thank you as we finished cleaning up, and the rich man helped her finish checking out. I then helped him put his certainly ruined jacket into a garbage bag to take home, and he checked out as well. I asked him if there was anything else I could do for him, and he politely declined and then left the store. I'll never forget how that man reacted that day. For all of his obvious wealth, it was his last priority at that moment, even as a victim himself. He didn't complain about the mess or that he might get the kid's flu, or his ruined jacket, compensation, nothing. And he certainly did more to help than me, the actual employee. I did take this lesson to heart for all future interactions with people, and it's made a tremendous difference as I became a father myself. Thank you for reading. My friends, posts like this restores my faith in humanity. Like, I'm so broken from reading these posts that I keep thinking that a wild Karen was gonna come out of nowhere, or the man was gonna lose it on the kid. It was a nice story, where the story had a wholesome and happy ending. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash, I don't work here lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today, and if you did, remember to hit that thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, I'll link it right here. A Karen steals a birthday package from a six-year-old, and she gets furious when she's caught. Guys, go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevo will see you guys in the next one. We love you.